financial problems, elder law, tax problems, business matters, divorce, personal injury, bankruptcy, your life, your reality. Life is complicated. There is the law and there is reality. Welcome to Law and Reality, sponsored by Thav Gross. Now here's your host, Ken Gross. Welcome to this segment of Law and Reality. Today's topic is, is, is a tough one, domestic violence. You don't want to go there, but Brian Small. Good morning, Ken. Do you have any domestic violence background in your history that I should know about? No. Nope. Don't wouldn't, say anything. Wouldn't hurt a fly. Yeah. That was that was recent that was a show. Setup. You have the right to remain silent. No, no, Use that was it. another show. It was you have <laughs> right. the right to shut up. Right. That's right. Jeffrey Kirshner. Hi, nice to see you. Do you have any domestic violence background that we should this could be like a Senate investigation. I mean, most people that are trying to become members of the cabinet seem to have a background in the domestic truth? violence. You can't handle the truth. My attorney said not to say anything, so I'm not saying anything. And I've, now Scott Weinberg, the guy who's on the spot on this topic. Well, I object to the question. Don't ask anybody whether or not they've been involved in domestic violence. Just never. Don't, don't even go there. So how big of the... Give me a, a little background. How big is the problem of domestic violence? Yeah, My so, perception is it's a big problem. So, you know, it, the hard thing to talk about, and we talked about it before, about domestic violence is it is it is prolific around our country. There's almost three million reports of some kind of domestic abuse every single year. There's only three, three million. There's only 300 million people. It's unbelievable. Well, no, that's three prolific. million reports. And that's the thing, you know. That means so it's, more. It's, it's absolutely more so prolific than that. So whenever you make a report, even in Michigan, there's over 100,000 reports every year. And, you know, as a prosecutor, you have to look at it. Do I, one, do I believe the complainant? Well, that's a, usually a very subjective thing. Many times there are no physical injuries. Many times there's no witnesses. It's a he said, she said case. And when there are physical injuries, of course, there's things that the prosecutor can use that can uh, to charge the defendant. But when there's no physical evidence, it's really the, the perception by a prosecutor, by a city attorney, should I charge the defendant with, you know, pushing or assaulting Whoever that is, the man or the woman. But what happens when you get when they get called in? One of the spouses calls nine eleven. Okay, right. police come. What happens at that point? Are they going to arrest somebody? So seventy five percent of the time in our society, it's accusing the man. Twenty five percent of the time, it's the woman. You might not like those statistics, but, but that, that are is the statistics. Is. And in when a police officer comes in, you know they're in their minds they're coming in as an emergency. Someone needs to be protected. They don't know who it is yet, and so they're going to separate the parties. The best thing to do, especially if you are the being one that's accused, is you don't say anything. That is the time you say, I want to talk to my lawyer. Not after you gave your statement, not after you're sitting in the car, not after you it's go to the It's probably a hard court. thing to do because it's, it's you're, you're, well, you're totally angry. You're angry sometimes. And, 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 and hyped up. Alcohol is involved many of the times. So both parties many times have been drinking or doing something that's affecting the way they're thinking. But, but Sometimes drugs. So when you're in that situation, God forbid, 
isn't that sort of an admission sometimes when police say, come on, tell us what went on here, and you say, I'm not talking to you. I want to talk to my attorney. Aren't you admitting that you did something wrong? You know, the same rule of effect, just like when anybody has a financial issue or has any type of civil litigation, you always want to say, I want to talk to my attorney first. You don't always know what their intent that's, is. It's not an admission. It, exactly. You always want to have that advice from your attorney, especially the goal of the police right there is to investigate, to get all the information possible, and then to arrest someone. Most of the time, they're going to arrest someone. They are. Very few times, they're going to walk away and let the parties stay together. So because of that, you have to play the odds. So you, you, so you have to look at it, and you have to, uh, I'm interpreting what you're saying. Most of the time, they're going to arrest somebody, so the chances of you talking your way out of it are against you. So you're, if you're exactly. going to get arrested anyway, your best position is to have said nothing because they'll use what you say. It's like when you watch on TV. The police ask questions designed to elicit answers to make you incriminate yourself. That's kind of how they're trained. That's, exactly you know, right. that's what their goal is. Do, do, you, do you think that, that people have become so hypersensitive to this issue? Though, I mean, I'm not discounting domestic violence. In fact, it's a very serious issue. But I've got, <clears throat> I was just talking with somebody the other day. There was a child, a 10-year-old child, charged with assault for throwing a red ball, you know, while they were playing dodgeball at another kid's face because that wasn't part of the game that they were playing. And this child is being charged with a criminal act at age 10. Have we gotten so far on the pendulum that we everything is, is just absolutely Wait, was ridiculous? was it a red ball or a blue ball? <laughs> you know. So I've represented juvenile delinquents that are charged. Juveniles are called delinquents, not defendants. And it's, it's very similar. When you have something going on at school, they, the teachers are so afraid to take responsibility without calling the principal in or the, the detective or the security guard that's there and try to handle it. And many times they overcome, they overcome the, the dilemma of we shouldn't do anything by calling the police. And that is the problem. The police come in. If you have a, a, so a Johnny, legitimate... So Johnny, the 10-year-old Johnny needs to know, Johnny, you have the right to remain silent and use it? You know, that's a really good point. Of course not, but they have a right to ask for their parents. And that's what, what kids they should, should do. always do is, before they talk about any of that, I want to have my parent here. And the parent should say, I want a lawyer. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's, I mean, it, that's, that's kind of sad that, that, that it goes to that extent. What are the, if you're charged with domestic violence, what are, what, what huh. is the potential penalty in first offense, second offense, so So forth? let's say that you were arrested right then. Let's say that you were a male, you were arrested right then, and you're going down to the police department most of the time. They're going to hold you for 20 hours before they're going to release you. That is the standard. They can do it earlier, but most of the time, 20 hours, with a, and charge you with the offense. Once you're charged with it, it's a 93-day misdemeanor if there's no injuries. If there's injuries, it can be up to a one-year misdemeanor. So it can be a felony too, but that's usually if you, if really you have priors. seriously hurt the other person? Can you, then it can be a one-year, or it can be a serious assault. felony. Saw with intent to murder. You also, if you're charged more than once, is that a big, is that? Right, so they can enhance it. So if it's the second or third time, it can be a year, or it can be up to five years. All right, so it's a big issue. All right, we're gonna take a break, we're gonna come back, we're gonna explore domestic violence more with Scott Weinberg. Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Thav Gross. You don't need to be broke, and you don't need to hit rock bottom. 
If you have income and you're struggling with debt, dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20 years. If you do what the banks tell you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Fav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. I love you too. Bye-bye. That was Jerry. Emma just said her first word. Oh. Jerry says hello and they'll be over soon. Who's Jerry? Is he a friend of yours? No. This Jerry. Our Jerry. This is his wife and their little girl. You can't work. You have to deal with pain and stress. Worse yet, our system for applying for disability benefits seeks to deny you the benefits you're entitled. Jeff Kirshner is an expert in obtaining disability and workers' compensation benefits for his clients. You need to call Jeff before you apply or after you're denied to get the benefits you deserve. 888-235-HELP. 888-235-HELP. Criminal matters are serious. Your freedom, future, and wallet are on the line. Criminal defense attorney Scott Weinberg is a former prosecutor and renowned criminal lawyer. For over 30 years, he's the go-to defender in Michigan to protect your rights. Scott's advice, you have the right to remain silent. Use it. If charged with a crime, call Scott Weinberg today. 888-235-HELP. 888-235-HELP. And remember, stay silent. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Fav Gross specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. All right, we're back. All right, so you mentioned, Scott, on the enforcement. What's this 20-hour rule? So whenever they're going to arrest you, take it like it's a drunk driving. When they have a drunk driving and they're arresting you, they're going to make sure that you don't have any more alcohol in your system before they release you. On domestic violence, the theory, the policy is you want the parties to calm down. And so they came up with this idea, 20 hours is enough for them to calm down and then charge you. So they're not gonna charge you within that amount of time, they're gonna release you. If they charge you, they're still gonna release you, but now on bond. So many times you'll get on a bond, a $100 bond, or even no bond, but the problem is you also have a no contact order. And we were talking about a recent case where I had a client, they got arrested, the, the husband got arrested, he actually went to jail for those 20 hours. While he was in jail, the woman, the, the the victim in the case went to the bank. Alleged victim. Alleged took his took the credit card, put money on the credit card, took the, everything in the bank account while he's in jail for twenty hours and wiped out the bank account. Now the difference is though, she was on the bank account, so she didn't do anything illegal. So she had the access. To the exactly. Money. Right. And part of the issues are when you have someone charged with domestic violence, it's usually the couple that are together that have many times no other problems before that or if they've had problems they haven't had a family law attorney they haven't had anybody they haven't been in counseling yet so as a defense attorney many times what we want to do is we want to make sure that both are okay 
one has to go home, one can't go home. So the bond condition is you can't have contact with this spouse. Well, many times these spouses want to get back together. They want to have contact. So when they're released, one of the things to do is call an attorney and we can try to help at least facilitate this bond condition where you can have some kind of contact or you can actually deal with the issues if you're going to get a, a divorce or something, get to the right counsel. And that's real important too. Tough situation. So you get convicted. Are there any kind of deferral statutes? Is this going to end up becoming... You got to get rid of yeah. the case. You got to get it resolved. You don't want to create so that's a record a real good against question. yourself. Because when you're, what's the biggest thing that happens when you go try to get a job? They run your record now. So anybody, and we talked about that in other shows. Any employer now is going to run your driving record, and they're going to run your criminal record, your CCH. So if you have a domestic violence on your criminal record, you're done. It, it, it's so hard to get a job now, anyways. Let alone when you got that. So they came up with these deferral statutes that mandatorily will make you go to counseling. That'll make you go to anger management. That will allow you to earn the right to keep that conviction off your record. The difference is you only allowed it once. So for the habitual offender that's doing it all the time, he's not eligible to be able to have that deferral. It's called 769.4a. And the important part about it is everybody has to agree. The prosecutor has to agree and the complainant, the victim, has to agree too. So if you get a complainant who doesn't agree, you're not eligible for it. Question. I'm going back to my early days of marriage. I remember getting angry and kicking a hole in the door. Not, not any violence at my wife. Well, that could be but violent I was, with your wife. But I was angry, and it was a husband-wife fight, young married couple, and I smashed a hole in the door with my foot. If she would have called 911 in today's environment, would I be arrested for domestic violence for, well, for you, injuring the door? So you're allowed to damage your own property. So you're not going to be charged with malicious destruction of property. It's more the context of what happened. So you're arguing, both of you together. You're screaming at each other. There might be threats with each other. You're not committing domestic violence because you break some other piece of your property. It's but the let's other say you take a cup and you throw it at her or you threaten her with it. You know, we can have domestic violence that is claimed to be domestic violence in our, in our houses, but many times it's how you describe it to the police. So if you describe it to the police as the complainant in a case that he went, he didn't touch me, he didn't threaten me, but he was really mad and he kicked the door, they're probably not gonna charge you with domestic violence. If they claim that you were trying to kick her and you and missed I her missed, and you hit the, door, hit the door, believe me, you're gonna be going to jail. But what if, what if the victim in this case, man or woman, is so afraid of the violence, they're afraid of not kicking the door but being yeah. kicked themselves, that their, yeah. their, their partner or whoever it is is just so enraged and so out of control that they are fearful for their health or safety. They should move out. Well, they should, but that can be domestic violence where you put someone in fear of an immediate battery, right? That's assault. Many times what happens is if they do split up the parties and no one's charged, they'll counsel them to file a personal protection order so that that person has to be removed from the house. And the you can do that one. just by going down to the county courthouse and, the and filling it out. Right. Yeah. All right, let's do a case study. I'm going to introduce the parties, then we'll take a break and develop it. Jerry and Nancy married three children. Their marriage is stressed due to financial issues. They're buried in credit card debt. They're behind on the house payment, foreclosures on the horizon. Jerry blames Nancy's spending. He's constantly 
screaming at Nancy about her spending and blaming her for the financial difficulties and the credit card debt. Nancy blames Jerry's commitment to sports, his buddies, and he doesn't work hard enough. If you weren't playing baseball all the time and doing fantasy football and you got your butt off the couch and you went and got a better job, we wouldn't have these financial problems. This is the back and forth between these two constantly. A fight erupts. Nancy throws Jerry's baseball glove at him, of course, because she's mad about the baseball. Jerry shoves her against the door. She's mad. She calls 911. What happens? Well, so one, that is an assault. Number one, Domestic Violence Day. What about the Super Bowl Which one's an assault? Super Bowl What about the glove? So throwing it Aren't they both an assault? Well, clearly pushing the wife against the wall is going to be considered an assault. Throwing anything at each other is also considered an assault. Many what if times, she threw the glove at me and I ducked and it hit the door? Still an assault. Okay. It's putting someone in fear of immediate battery, right? If you go up to someone, you pretend you're going to hit them, that's still an assault. Uh, take a break. We're going to play it through as to what happens with Nancy and Jerry. We'll be back after the break. Tax problems are major problems. Don't let the IRS levy your wages and seize your assets. There is a solution. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. If you're behind on your taxes and owe money to the IRS, call Fav Gross. We've been solving tax problems for 32 years. We stop wage levies, resolve unfiled returns, and obtain the best possible settlements. Call Fav Gross today, 888-235-HELP. A lifetime of hard work. If you don't have the right plan in place, you can lose your home, your savings, and more. And you didn't come this far to lose everything. Samasco Law wants you to know that laws are changing. Today, the average cost of nursing home care is $85,000 a year. With proper planning, we can help protect your life savings and get you the Medicaid and nursing home benefits you deserve. How much can you afford to lose? Call Samasco Law today. Time for announcements. I want to remind our listeners to watch us Sundays, 11 o'clock a.m. on TV 20. Also, sign up for our monthly contest, free $100 Visa gift card, lawn reality hat, and copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. You just go to the website, pop your name on it, and you're signed up. It's a monthly contest. Every month we give, us, we give away $100 gift card, copy of my book, free golf hat. We have seminars coming up on Wednesday, September 11, 2019, 6 to 7.30 p.m., the debt must fall. We're going to go through all the methods we have to preserve future income for you and your family to eliminate debt so you start saving for retirement. Scott Weinberg is also going to do a special segment on the right way to handle a traffic offense. Jeff Linden and I are going to talk about tax problems. Brian's going to talk about budget management. You want to sign up uh, at thavgross.com, lawnreality.com, or call 888-235-HELP. Also, attendees get a free copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. We have a seminar coming up on Wednesday, October 2nd, 2019, 6 to 7.30 p.m. This is a new seminar. It's called a Business Symposium Addressing Tax and Debt Issues. So we're going to focus on business debt and tax issues as opposed to just personal, tax pro personal debt and tax issues. We're going to go through the basics of running a successful business, how to avoid and solve tax and payroll issues, 
What if you fall into one of those crazy, what I call gangster loans that are being offered where you're paying enormous interest rates? How do you get out from under those loans? Attendees get a free report on tax issues and a copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. Sign up at thavgross.com, lawnreality.com, or call 888-235-HELP. Always remember, you can always come in to Thavgross for a free consultation. When you come in, you just you can go out of the website, click a request for a consult, or you can call 888-235-HELP, and we will then schedule your consult for you. You've got debt issues with Brian, tax issues with Jeff Linden and myself, estate planning issues with Brian or Jeff Linden, business issues with myself, elder law issues with Pat Samasco, disability issues with Jeff Kirshner, criminal law issues with Scott Weinberg. Just go to the website, request a free consult, and we're happy to have you in. Free consults are not meet and greets. We analyze the problem, figure out the solution, and then go from there. Also, go to the website for free reports. Brand new report, Resolving Tax Problems, The Real Solutions, written by myself, How to Save Your Home from Foreclosure, Business Formation, Loans and Grants for Small Businesses in Michigan, and The Retiree's Guide to Social Security from Pat Samasco. I want to thank our sponsors, Thav Gross, Samasco Law, Michigan Criminal Lawyers, Jeff Kirshner Law. Now back to our show. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, it's the least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Criminal matters are serious. Your freedom, future, and wallet are on the line. Criminal defense attorney Scott Weinberg is a former prosecutor and renowned criminal lawyer. For over 30 years, he's the go-to defender in Michigan to protect your rights. Scott's advice, you have the right to remain silent. Use it if charged with a crime. Call Scott Weinberg today, 888-235-HELP, 888-235-HELP. And remember, stay silent. Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Thav Gross. You don't need to be broke, and you don't need to hit rock bottom. If you have income and you're struggling with debt, dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20 years. If you do what the banks tell you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Fav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. All right, we're back. I want to pick up for she, where she called 911. How many cars are coming with blue and red lights to the house? You know, it's an interesting thing. It's how quick do those cars come? You know, sometimes you live in jurisdictions. They might not come for an hour. That sometimes, well, and you have two people fighting. Both many times have been drinking or doing something. And there's a lot of escalation unless the police get there like that. You get a good police force, they're going to get there within five to ten minutes they're going to get there. And once they get there, their first thing is they're going to separate the parties, right? So they get the the disclosure That's from both people. That's got to be a stressful moment for the police officer because he doesn't know how You don't know if anybody's up. got guns in the house. Yeah. You don't know if there's someone around the property that were their buddies. So you don't just, do they just walk up and knock on the door or do they become... They do. Many uh, times they'll just knock up, walk up on the door. That would be scary. It is. I mean, it's scary. You don't know what's behind that door. It's scary to be a cop. Yeah. You know, people talk about the police. Let me tell you something. Most of the police I know, they're good. They're good people. 
Sometimes they're not, just like in any other profession. But it's a tough job. Go in there, they are actually trying to keep the peace. Now, many times the police don't do the right thing, way too aggressive, and they, you know, they commit, like we talked about before, some kind of uh, police brutality. That happens all the time, too. But generally speaking, they're there to investigate. Okay. So they separate the parties. Someone is most of the time going to be arrested. So when they're arrested, that is the issue in terms of... Fine. So let's say they're arresting Jerry. Right. Do they put handcuffs on him and walk him out? Yes. They can't just escort him? They're they going to hand... If they're arresting you... In front of all the neighbors. All the neighbors, open. It depends on the police. So if you have a police Hands officer... Behind your back. Going to sit in the car. Just think about it. You're going... You're being arrested. You, now the police have to make sure that they are safe when they're taking Will they ever arrest, custody of the body. Do they sometimes arrest both? She threw the glove. It's pretty rare. They're going to choose who's going to be arrested. The only time they're going to arrest both is if, let's say, that happens and they're going to arrest the guy and she absolutely refuses to go forward and so she starts assaulting the police, which that happens all the time. So now the alleged victim is so mad that they're going to take away the other party, they're the police would say they're in interfering with the with the. So arrest. Jerry's going off. The kids are there crying. There's three kids. Yeah. He shoved her. She threw the baseball mitt. He now goes to jail. He's handcuffed in the police car until he gets out of the police car. I mean, I've they're never been arrested. Him, so okay, they're arresting him, handcuffed. And then they fingerprint him and they do all this stuff. Everything like that. Going back to the station, and then when they're arraigned, the judge nine times out of ten will say, "And you can't go back home." So now he's got to find a place to live, or she has to find a place to live. So, and if they don't comply with what the judge wants, that's a bond violation. Even if the case ends up getting dismissed, they can end up back in jail based on the fact that they had contact with the complainant. All right, we got a couple minutes left. What should Jerry do? When should he call you? And why does he need you? Well, the first thing is I'd now, say... You are an attorney. I'm not, I'm not, this isn't a commercial for you. This is just a, what, 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 what should Jerry do? Why, why does he need an attorney? When does he need to get a hold of you? The first thing you should do whenever you are in a, that combative situation, you walk away. I don't care what it is. When you're with your mother, your sister, your brother, you walk away because the chances are it's not going to end well. It's not 40 years ago where, you know, you could actually get in a fight and the police wouldn't arrest you. Now, someone's going to be arrested. First thing is, walk away from that fight. If you don't walk away and now you're arrested, you cannot talk to the police. You're not going to talk your way out of it. You're going to be arrested. They're going to use everything you say against you. You want to call the police, either, you, I mean, call the lawyer either from the scene or back at the station. Once you're released, absolutely do not try to have contact with the complainant. Call an attorney first so you can get all your rights protected. And because you want to get to that, if, if you're going to have to plead, you're going to want to get to that deferral statute, obviously. If you want to plead, but you, you might Or you want to defend it. Exactly. You might, it might be a made-up case. All right, so summary, number one, if the bit gets thrown at you, Turn around and walk away. Turn around and walk away. Do not <clears throat> shove the door. Do not kick the door going back to me 20, to 30, 30 years ago or 35 years ago. you got to walk away and de-escalate. If it doesn't happen and you get into that mode, you need to get a lawyer and you got to keep your mouth shut. Exactly. It's a tough, tough situation. It you is so easy. You don't want it to happen, but it's so Think about how... It could happen to anyone if you let it get out of hand. 
Have a great week. We'll be back next week with Law & Reality.